You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. You know who it is, youngest in charge movement, Linnell Willingham. Here with you live and local on 106.7 The Fan and always streaming live nationally on the free Odyssey app. Ride with me. And to take you up to 10 o'clock tonight before we hand things off to the JR. Sport brief, plenty to get to, though, here in the next three and a half hours. Coming off a pretty exciting Monday night in the sports world. We had the home run derby underway. NBA Summer League in full swing. We'll get to it all uh, before the show wraps up here tonight. I promised we would start off with the home run derby last night. Vladimir Guerrero Jr. of the Toronto Blue Jays takes home his first home run derby title History made as well in the process. Vladdy Jr., uh, the win makes him and his father, Vladimir Guerrero Sr., the first father-son duo in history uh, to ever win a pair of home run derbies. And uh, Vladimir Guerrero Jr. talked about the big win uh, afterwards last night. Take a listen. Here with the 2023 home run derby champion, Vladimir Guerrero. Vladimir Guerrero, Vladimir Guerrero Jr. reflecting on the big-time win last night. I thought he'd get into a little bit more of how he felt about him and his father becoming uh, the first father-son duo to ever you know, accomplish that feat. I think going into last night, if I'm not mistaken, he was the sixth seed uh, in the home run derby, and the fact that he was able to come away with it, definitely huge. I heard Chris Russell earlier today. I was listening to his show Complaining, as usual, ladies and gentlemen, about the length of the home run derby. And we tell Chris Russell, shut the hell up, Chris. Uh, But I wanted to touch on that for a second here. I also mentioned last night, NBA Summer League continued as well. And it's crazy. Every night so far, this Vegas Summer League, since they've been in the Thomas and Mack Center, it always feels like, okay, there was big-time hype for Friday night, Victor Wembanyama's debut. There was big-time hype to see what number three overall pick Scoot Henderson would end up looking like. But there's some unsung heroes of this Las Vegas Summer League to this point. We saw Monty Bates last night for Cleveland go Kanye crazy. I believe he finished with 27 points on the night, 5 of 8 from beyond the arc. And you all understand, if you're a hoop head, what type of uh, circumstances Monty Bates has had to deal with here over the past couple of seasons. Was one of the top players in his high school class. I had a little bit of a off-the-court issue, as we'll call it. Got in trouble with a firearm, but... Make no mistake about it, Imani Bates can hoop, and the Cleveland Cavaliers got a good one uh, when they selected him in the second round. He went crazy. Keontae George uh, went crazy last night. It just it feels like, while, yes, Summer League is usually about the stars, it feels like every single year out in Vegas we find an unsung hero. Uh, speaking of unsung heroes, I wouldn't call this dude unsung, but he definitely has the opportunity to make waves during the 2023 season. Chet Holmgren. Uh, Somebody for the Oklahoma City Thunder, who I thought has played really well, uh, was the number two overall pick a season ago uh, for Oklahoma City. He suffered a foot injury uh, during the summer and never really got to lace it up during his rookie campaign. He has not 
missed a beat. And it kind of lends me to feel like, man, look, maybe sitting out your rookie season and going through like a red shirt year as far as development goes, maybe the best thing for some of these dudes' games, man. But uh, as I mentioned, we got the summer league slate continuing tonight. Uh, Scoot Henderson in the G League. It's not the G League night. Scoot Henderson uh, and the Portland Trailblazers. I actually don't know if Scoot's going to play tonight. He suffered a shoulder injury on Friday night. Uh, hopefully we get to see Scoot. If not, I'm sure Shaden Sharp uh, got no problems getting buckets. They'll go against Brandon Miller, uh, the number two overall pick in the Charlotte Hornets. And Lindsey John, I know you wanted to talk some summer league. And Brandon Miller, I don't, and I always say this when we're talking summer league, I want to preface my comments by saying this. I think it's, I think it's really immature of us as sports fans to try to take too much away from Vegas Summer League. This isn't real competition. This isn't guys going up against the level of competition they'll face during the regular season. But I will say this, Brandon Miller, whether it was Summer League, whether it was the NBA regular season, preseason, he struggled, right? And the jump shot for him really was his calling card coming out of Alabama 6A shot creator, can get his own off the bounce. You love everything about his game. But if the shot's not falling, I wonder what type of impact Brandon Miller's going to make. The number one overall pick uh, in the draft, Victor Wembanyama. he's been ruled out for the rest of Summer League, and we just found out via Lindsey John, Scoot Henderson uh, going to be out as well. Speaking of Scoot Henderson, hellacious debut Friday night uh, in the Vegas Summer League, and you saw it. We've talked about it for the last couple of days here. His ability to... I guess it's really his feel for the game that I'm most impressed with. Um, Playing unselfish, I wondered whether or not his athletic traits would translate to the big boy level. We've only seen him play with the G League Ignite, not really going against pros. And he checked every box there was for him Friday night, man. And his head coach, Chauncey Billups, had high praise uh, for the number two overall pick, or the number three overall pick, uh, Scoot Henderson. Uh, you have now had an opportunity to work with him closely here yeah. for just a couple of days, a couple of weeks to get to know him. What's the most impressive thing so far about Scoot Henderson? I think his attention to, to, to detail, he just wants to be great, man. He asks a lot of questions. He's a great student. Um, he plays his butt off. Obviously, you know, I can tell y'all nothing that y'all don't know about just watching him. But behind the curtain, I mean, he's just, he's ultra, ultra competitive, man. Um and most would think that most NBA players are like that, but they're not. But they're not. This dude wants to compete every single night, um, and he wants to learn. So I just, I just love it. Chauncey Billups, NBA vet, talking about uh, Scoot Henderson. And it's interesting, man. The more and more we get to see the Portland Trailblazers during Las Vegas Summer League, the more head-scratching the Damian Lillard stuff gets for me. And I've kind of, Glenn John, you know this. I've been talking about this. At nauseum, and I kind of get frustrated because it's like, what am I missing about this situation and scenario? If you watched any of the Las Vegas Summer League, Scoot Henderson only played Friday night, but what we saw from the other Blazers, Shaden Sharp looked darn good. Uh, Chris Murray, their second-round pick, the brother of Keegan Murray, looked really good. They have young building blocks moving forward that I feel like, if I'm Joe Cronin, and I understand there are other teams in the NBA that you got to negotiate with, and it's not you know, easy to get a deal like this done when Dame is clearly trying to force his hand somewhere. If I'm Joe Cronin, the hell with Damian Lillard. Look at what we have moving forward. You've done everything you could do for the player at this point. I I compare it to a toxic relationship, right? When you're in a relationship, right, with a female, and you cheat on her, she cheats on you, at this point, 
Y'all just knocking boots, right? You know long-term there is no future for your relationship. This is exactly how I feel about Damian Lillard and the Portland Trailblazers, man. I, hopefully uh, this thing comes to an end soon. I mentioned Summer League continues tonight. The Washington Wizards uh, will tip off. They got a late one tonight, 10.30 from the Thomas and Mack Center. They're going up against the San Antonio Spurs. And Lindsey John, you know this. No Victor Wembanyama tonight for San Antonio. He was shut down after a spectacular performance uh, on Sunday night, man, and finished the game with three blocks. He had five blocks in his uh, debut on Friday night. Kenny Smith, Kenny the Jet Smith, one of the co-hosts of TNT's post and pregame show. They do a hell of a job covering the NBA. He had some very outlandish comments about the future uh, of Victor Wembanyama. Take a listen. So, Kenny, uh, Zeke had a proclamation that he said, let it be known. He thinks Victor Wembanyama is going to, one, at some point in the next five years, lead the league in block shots. That's and B, if not just in the conversation, win defensive player of the year. He thinks that's the first major award that he's going to win. What do you think about that? I'm going to go a little further. In year four, he'll be the MVP of the league. Whoa! Watch out now. Nah, I can't do that for him. four years. Because LeBron, first, you know why? going to be good at that point. You know what? They, that's why I think so. I think in four years, they will be good. They will be good enough to contend. They will have... They will have maybe Spider-Mitch Tyler's They might have, you know, another player with him. He will know the league. There will be no LeBron James. There will be no Steph Curry. There will be no Kevin. So in four years, please put this on. Like, keep this. Okay. We're going to keep it. He will be the MVP. I have the receipt. Kenny the Jets Smith, like I said, lofty expectations uh, for Victor Wembanyama going into season number one. I guess technically I've given them lofty expectations as well. I've said this from the get-go. We saw it on Friday night. Yeah, he didn't shoot the basketball well. But his ability to affect shots at the rim, finishing with five blocks, I expect him to do that during the regular season on a consistent basis. I've been on the record multiple times saying this. No way he doesn't win the NBA's blocks title during his rookie season. I think that's the type of impact uh, that he has the potential to have on the game. We just simply have not seen a guy that has this fluid of movements at this height. And that's why the hype is so big surrounding this dude. And I said it last night here on Overtime. I give him a ton of credit for his ability to, I guess, block out the noise and understand that, hey, look, this is my first time playing in the States, 17,500 strong at the Thomas and Mack Center. For those who were overly critical about his performance Friday night, you clearly just are hating on the kid. You want to see him fail. I feel like moving forward, and they obviously shut him down for the remainder of summer league, but when we see him return to play during the preseason, I think you will see more of the same. He's going to have nights where the shot's not falling and he's not really having an impact on the offensive end of the floor. But when you stand at seven foot five and you've got the length in the lateral movement that Victor Wembanyama has, you saw it on Friday night when the shot wasn't falling. Five blocks. He's going to have that type of impact on the defensive end, I feel like, uh, every single night, man. It's going to be crazy to watch. I'm definitely excited for Victor Wembanyama and his future moving forward. A little quick non-sports story before we get out of here on the first break here. Lido's, I feel like it's a Maryland staple. I've realized that not too long ago. I don't think there's really a Lido's in any other state uh, across the country. Check this out, Lindsey John. The first Lido's pizza corner shop about to open uh, in Giant and Crofton. So that's interesting. You can go in there. You can get the 
world-famous Lido's pizza sauce. You can use uh, some of their wing flavors. I think it's a damn cool thing. Speaking of Lido's, though, Lindsey John, real quick while we have you here, I want to get you in. Where does Lido's rank as far as your, your pizza power rankings? Well, I mean, you put me on the spot. So. I 100% put you on the spot. That's what I do. Well, when I used to go to school in Maryland, it was definitely top top two, I would 100%. say. 100%. Whoa. Top two and not two or just top two? Um, Who well, is your number one? If you're going to say anything's better than Lido's, bro, you got to come correct. You have to. I like Grotto's down in uh, Grotto's. Is that like up a, in uh, New Delaware? Yeah. Delaware. Okay. I'm about to say, if you're going to say New Delaware's Jersey, New York. Pizza, that's what they say. Their pizza can't be competed with. I already know that. No, I've been, no like, other chains like... Because I kind of consider Lido's a chain around here, yeah. so like Papa John's Pizza Hut, nowhere near Lido's. Nowhere near, nowhere near. But that uh, that being said, the first Lido's Pizza Corner Shop coming to the Giant and Crawford. So if you're out there, my PG County folks, make sure you definitely tap into that. Uh, you all know how I get down. Tapping with me all show long, one of three ways. MGM National Harbor Listener Lines wide open. One eight hundred six three six one zero six seven is the number. You can tweet at me as well. It's at n e l l underscore BTP is the same handle on Instagram as well. It's at N-E-L-L underscore BTP. We'll take our first time out of the night. When we come back, feature segment here on Overtime. It's Nell's Quick Clicks. I'll tell you about the debut of A.I. Ashley. That's all I'm giving you. That's next. Stay on the fan. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.
Welcome back. It's overtime here on 106.7 The Fan and always streaming live nationally on the free Odyssey app. It's the Youngest in Charge movement, Linnell Willingham, riding with you till 10 o'clock tonight before we hand things over to the JR Sport Brief. Coming up in about a half hour or so at about 7.30, our pal Jason Dumas, the sports director at KRON uh, in San Francisco, set to join us. He is an NBA reporter for the Golden State Warriors. Will give us the latest on what they're talking about in the Bay Area when it comes to Jordan Poole. We'll get to all that and more in the 7 o'clock hour. Right now, though, a staple that we do on each and every episode of Overtime, it's Nell's Quick Clicks. Here's Nell's Quick Clicks. All right, so tonight, Nell's Quick Clicks, man. I normally go with a non-sports story that I feel like will entertain us all as we try to make it through the night. And this one hits home a little bit. I'm not going to lie. I'm not sure I'm okay with this. There is a... There was a news station or a radio station in Portland. It is 95.5 in Portland, and uh, they're making the debut here shortly of A.I. Ashley. Now, Lindsey John, I know you had some thoughts about what you think A.I. Ashley actually is. Yeah, I mean, I'm getting a little steamed up for uh, A.I. <laughs> Ashley. Ashley. Yeah, huh? I think she's giving some girl next door vibes. Um, is is it spelled with Y or E? Like, yeah, because <laughs> well, that matters. What, what, what does that matter? Oh, it makes for, a huge difference. Cause, as far as your ass, does that matter? Because when it, you know, one spelling, they kind of like to do some things, and the other one, they don't. <laughs> oh, you know? Let's get to AI Ashley. It's a, uh, it's not what you're thinking, Lindsey John. So get your, get your mind out of the gutter. It is a, uh, it's an AI radio host. And the reason I got upset about this is because, ladies and gentlemen, as we continue to progress in the times, our technology gets better and better and better and According to uh, the folks out in Portland, it may not be long before A.I. Ashley is sitting here hosting overtime. New tonight, Portland radio station Live 95.5 has created a DJ using artificial shifts since coming online with the real Ashley doing everything else. This is the craziest thing that I have ever heard. And I hope our program director, Chris Kennard, is out there listening to this. If you ever try to replace me, CK, with an A.I.-generated machine, I'd be offended. I'd be offended. And it's crazy. They're doing it on the music side first. Now, for those of you that aren't hip to the ins and outs of radio, I don't ever think we'll see a day where there is a AI radio host doing sports radio because we're obviously long on for much longer, I believe. We don't have to play songs and there aren't a bunch of song breaks. AI actually can work in music, but in sports, if there's an AI Austin on the way, I need to find out about him because I will throw water on him immediately. We'll take a quick time out. We come back top of the 7 o'clock hour. It's time for Linnell's lead line. My top story of the night, Pelican star Zion Williamson joined Gil's Arena, the new fast-growing podcast on YouTube hosted by former Wizards great Gilbert Arenas. And Zion got into the nitty-gritty about his off-the-court struggles with his diet. We'll let you hear from Zion Williamson next. This the fan. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. 
It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. Just getting rolling here on this Tuesday night edition of Overtime. It's the Youngest in Charge movement, Linnell Willingham. Riding with you till 10 o'clock tonight before we hand things off to the JR Sport Brief. Coming up in about a half hour or so, our pal Jason Dumas, who covers the Golden State Warriors for Bleacher Report, is set to join the show next. Uh, He'll give us a little bit of ins and outs on Jordan Poole and what the conversation is like in Golden State uh, in terms of his future and how do folks feel about the deal from Golden State's perspective? Uh, Jason Dumas said to join us at 730 with that. Right now, though, I want to get to my top story of the night. It's Linnell's lead line, Zion Williamson, coming clean. For our top story in other news, we have a news more news, the biggest breaking news story this town has ever seen. Linnell's lead line. So we've talked about Zion Williamson on a number of different occasions here on this program, and whether it's for good stuff or bad stuff, at the end of the day, I think there is a consensus amongst basketball fans out there that when healthy, Zion Williamson has the opportunity to be a top 10 player in the sport, right? Health and availability has been the biggest Achilles heel for Zion. We got the opportunity to hear from him for the first time in a while yesterday when he joined Gil's Arena uh, on YouTube. Gilbert Arenas does a, a damn good podcast. Him and Josiah Johnson do a podcast for Underdog fantasy sports and they stream it on YouTube Zion popped up uh, in studio yesterday and they got to asking him real life questions man the hard-hitting stuff not anything off the floor with the Mariah Mills stuff and all of that but they got into why he's missed so much time and they asked Zion first does he actually have a problem uh, with his diet take a listen is it hard to diet at your age uh be honest this is you I'll be real uh there are times when I will say that it's hard. It's hard, man. Like, you 20, 22, got a lot of money. All the, it feel like all the money in the world, man. It, it is hard. But uh, 
I'm at that point now where because of certain things, I'm putting back like the wisdom around me, a bunch mm-hmm. of like I don't want to say older because they take offense <laughs> to it. <laughs> I'm just putting people around me with wisdom, put me on game to certain things, and just go from there. Though. Yeah. Yeah, that was uh, was very interesting to say the least. I'm going to give Zion the benefit of the doubt because we're going to pull the cuts here from his sit down with Gilbert Arenas. I want to preface all of these cuts by saying this. If I was the agent of Zion Williamson, I'd be angry as hell that he went and did this interview with Gilbert Arenas. I ain't going to accuse him of being lit or teed up or under the influence of a liquor or anything like that. But the fact that the answers that he gave were kind of head scratching. And I want to go back into the first response we just listened to. Let's let's just peel back the onion here completely on Zion Williamson. Zion Williamson is a freakish talent, ladies and gentlemen. We understand that. When he is on the floor and healthy, he is a walking 27 and 10, 27 and 12, however you wanna however you wanna slice it, right? When healthy, like I just said, he is a consensus top 10 player in this league. The problem for Zion is his inability to stay healthy. He entered the league in 2019. He has played, what, this was his technically his third season, in the, his fourth season in the league. He played just 29 games this year. In 21-22, didn't play a single game because of the foot injury. The year before that is when we really got our full-scale taste of what Zion Williamson could be. 2020-2021, only played in 61 games for the Pelicans, but his impact was felt right away on a night-in and night-out basis. 27 points per game Zion Williamson averaged. And he averaged it on 61% shooting from the field. That is dominance in a fashion we haven't really seen in a long time, if we're being completely honest about it. So that's why it's frustrating and it's sad when we have to talk about Zion Williamson. What he said at the end of that clip talking about it's hard to diet. And I understand it. 110%. You have millions of dollars for the first time in your life. You're in New Orleans, so you got access to the best food probably in the country, the best soul food you could probably get your hands on. The one thing that isn't talked about enough with Zion and his injury situation and his diet is the fact that when he got hurt, I think is when he became undisciplined with the diet. Because when he was out there on the floor, I don't think there was anyone making any type of concrete, strong argument that he was out of shape. Right? When he's giving you 27 and 10, how are you going to claim he's out of shape? He's getting up and down the floor. He's dunking on everything that moves. It's hard to try and get on him about his diet and his weight when the production on the floor is good. What Zion opened up with next here is he talked with Gilbert about how he's been able to deal with the injuries up to this point in his career. You'd be surprised at the answer. Take a listen. Is that the most frustrating part that you can't just hoop? Man, you got to understand. You, I think I you of all people yeah. would understand. Yeah. Man, I'm a hooper. So when I'm sitting on the sideline watching my teammates in certain games, they lose, I'm like, man, shit. I know, I know if I was out there, I can change the outcome of it. So whether people want to believe it or not, when I'm on the sideline, man, that hurt me more than anything. I, I just want to hoop. Yeah, and Zion pretty much echoing the sentiments that I feel like any athlete can relate to. When you're dealing with all this off-the-court drama and noise, you just want to hoop. And I understand Zion and his vantage point with that completely. Because think about 
all of the outside noise that has been talked about with this young man, whether it's his diet, to him needing to lose weight, to the injuries. And then the latest thing we're hearing with him in the news is the situation with him and adult film star Mariah Mills. See, I called her an adult film star. Gave her proper credit. But um, with, with that situation, her coming out publicly, uh, talking about she's pregnant with a baby that's his and that she's got basically blackmailing. I'm talking about she's got, you know, sex tapes of the two and that she's threatening to release them. And it was getting messy in terms of the Mariah Mills stuff with Zion Williamson. She's tweeted about him more times than he's played games. That is an incredible feat. Now, I don't know if Adam Silver and the folks in the NBA got the drop, but the last we heard of Mariah Mills, I think was about two weeks ago, she actually got Zion tatted across her face, or across her jawline, uh, and she tweeted that out, and I believe about an hour or two later, the Twitter app had disabled her completely, so she's unable to uh, tweet at this point, but... I don't know, man. I feel for Zion on on every level with this. The big thing that I'm concerned about moving forward for Zion is what is he going to do to change, right? He was very open and honest and transparent about him admitting, hey, look, my first couple of years in the league, and he kept saying this, wisdom was the word he kept using last night. My first couple of years in the league, man, I didn't have folks around me that had my best interest. Let's, Let's call it what it is, right? So we played some audio from Charles Barkley a few weeks back about Charles talking about how Akeem Olajuwon basically sat him down and said, look, bro, you're going to eat yourself out of the league if you don't lose some weight. Now, we all know the physical specimen that Charles Barkley was, undersized dude, stood in only like 6'6", but could jump out the gym, right? Very similar situation to Zion Williamson, I feel like, when we talk about Chuck. So Chuck is somebody that's come out and tried to, you know, extend an olive branch to Zion, and they talk about us young folks all the time, man. Youngest in charge, we're 25 years old. I'm part of the microwave society. Older folks have this stereotype about younger people that we're hard-headed. We don't listen. Maybe that's the situation with Zion here previously in terms of him maybe brushing off veteran assistants and guys trying to, you know, drop some game on him and tell him how a T.I. is, quite frankly, right? But like I said, in terms of Zion, to me, Everything that's happened in the past is is done, right? We've 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 dealt with it. You're going into what your your fifth season in the league. You're about to turn 23 years old. You still have your entire NBA future and all of your personal goals and team goals that you've set for yourself. All of that stuff is right in front of Zion Williamson. Still, that's the beautiful part about this situation, is that he can right his wrongs. And the reason I wanted to touch on this here tonight is because I'm glad that he has actually come to the forefront, shown some type of transparency, hey, look, and say, hey, look, I haven't been perfect. I haven't been perfect up to this point. I've made mistakes. Now, part of me wanted to grill him, right, because it felt like, all right, Zion, you're, you're making excuses and you're fully cognizant of what everyone else is saying about you. When you are that age, what is Zion, 22 years old, having millions of dollars in your bank account, living in New Orleans with the best soul food in the country, I keep talking about it, you needed to have some type of mental discipline and a good batch of people around you. That's what I think, not just Zion, but a lot of young dudes at the end of the league, they don't have the right people in their circle. And I think that from a work ethic standpoint and knowing when to put the chicken down, so to speak, right? 
That has been the thing that's plagued Zion the most. He actually spoke about what he's going to do moving forward on Gilbert's arena. Uh, listen to Zion talking about his off-season regimen going into 2023. Take a listen. This summer, has it been more cardio or more dieting? Like, what has been your thing? They're like, all right, I can do that to help me get my weight up. So the diet piece, uh, I'm always able to come back each summer feeling good, looking good. Yep. But I would say it's more of uh, just locking in on, like, flexibility, band work. Because yeah. I think it's those things that will be able to keep me on the court longer versus just losing a bunch of weight mm-hmm. and then coming to play and not being able to maintain us. So just... I mean, shit, LeBron uh, got the blueprint. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> best no, no, it, no, no. Zion Williamson reflecting uh, and, and shedding some light on what his offseason is going to consist of. And the big thing for me with Zion, as I'll continue to talk about, man, it's not about anything that's happened in the past at this point. To me, it's about what Zion is going to do moving forward. And from that audio clip, it sounds like uh, he's got a good plan. I wanted to ask you about if you remember kind of during the play-in tournament when the mm-hmm. Pelicans were playing the Thunder, they showed Zion on warm-ups and he's doing like 360 windmills. Yeah. And he said that his bot, he had missed 45 consecutive games up to that point and they went from the number one seed and fell all the way to the ninth seed. Which is crazy. Yeah. But he said that like physically he was healed and didn't really have any limitations, but mentally he wasn't there. What do you, what do you think about that? Like, do you think there's, there's no doubt he has, doesn't have a lack of talent. He's, mm-hmm. I mean, Easily a top ten player in the league when he's healthy, hundred ten percent. But like, not even not even for de- up for debate. No, I mean what he did mm-hmm. like twenty seven and ten is at sixty percent shooting. He's never been even close it's to insane. done before. Nobody's done that past fifteen points. Come on, um, it's insanity, bro. But like LeBron and Jordan kind of have this ultra competitiveness, you know, that kind of dog. And do you think he has that? So you're, I guess what you're trying to allude to is, is it a toughness issue? Yeah, like with you, Zion Williamson, a lot of folks. A lot of folks, when that story came out during the play-in tournament and we got footage of him doing 360 windmills, I think there was a there was a group of people who looked at him and said, you know what? Is this a situation of the Pelicans holding Zion back or is Zion holding Zion back? And if you understand the inner workings of that front office and what David Griffin and company have established there in New Orleans, they've got a tremendous supporting cast for Zion. So, like, that's why I never really bought into the notion that he don't got the right people around him. You've got C.J. McCollum there, the damn good veteran, has had success in this league. Brandon Ingram, while he isn't a 10-year vet, has had postseason experience and understands what it takes to have success in this league. Larry Nance Jr. I mean, the surroundings for him was enough for him to have success. That's why I think what you brought up, John, is interesting. Is it just Zion? Does Zion have a mental block that he's not willing to get over in order to play. Does Zion even want to hoop? That was my big question before I heard him on Gill's Arena because anytime you hear a franchise like New Orleans, that think about what they just dealt with with Anthony Davis, right? You're hearing rumors about them potentially shopping Zion, and I could not wrap my brain around it for a lot of the reasons we just listed. When he is healthy, on the floor, no doubt about it, he is a top 10 player in this league. I don't think anybody who watches basketball with a keen eye can argue that. It's not even close. Top 10 player in this league. But on the same coin, if New Orleans was willing to shop him, if I'm another general manager for another organization, I'm thinking, well, why are they willing to give up on this 
generational talent. I'll call it what it is. 27 and 12. We know the numbers when he's healthy. He's damn good. So it'll be interesting to see what happens with Zion Williamson. We had Shams earlier today uh, tweet out that, I believe you joined the Pat McAfee show, and it was a clip I saw that he does not anticipate the New Orleans Pelicans trying to deal Zion Williamson. I no longer think that's a realistic move either. I never thought it was realistic for the reasons I just listed, man. When you come across a talent as good as Zion, you got to give him a little bit extra rope, so to speak, right? Help him help himself. And when you're dealing with a 22-year-old, I think he probably needs a little bit more of a helping hand than uh, what New Orleans maybe was giving out. We'll take a quick time out. When we come back, like I said, in about 13 minutes or so, our pal Jason Doom is set to join the program. He covers the Golden State Warriors and does a lot of hits on our sister station, 95.7 The Game, out in San Francisco. He'll join us, give us the latest on what they're saying in Golden State about Jordan Poole. When we come back, though, it's time for NBA hot news or not news. We're about a week and a half removed from the start of NBA free agency. What's the status of all the hot-button rumors in the league? I'll tell you next. This is the fan. Odyssey celebrates Mother's Day, brought to you by T-Mobile. You can count on T-Mobile to help you stay connected on America's largest 5G network. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time, baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did.